Hi. How you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. How has your week been so far? And your well, weekend, Labor Day weekend, this past weekend. It's all right. We got to spend some family time together with my with my people and whatnot. So we had a little mm. barbecue and like end of the summer, like kind of thing on Sunday and everything. So it was oh nice. my goodness. Yeah, it's nice to get out there, cook, smoke a blunt, drink yep. a little bl- couple of beers, mm-hmm. enjoy family, friends, and everything. So I am excited about this because you were the first, I say, true cam girl that I'm talking to. Really? So, yeah, so you're going to give me a perspective that I have not really for. Okay. You know, period, and stuff. And um, two... Um, I like the fact you got two tongue ring, uh, two tongue piercings. Um, oh, thank you. And, and you do realize you have a long tongue, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get told that a lot. Yes. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure they enjoy watching you when, when you when you on cam sucking on a dildo or or sucking on a dick to see how that tongue works. Mm-hmm. Or on my titties, they like when I lick my titties and stuff. Oh, yes. Well, you do have a nice pair. Very nice pair. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good hit. That was a good hit. (laughs) Smoking is over. Even though the pot is not about smoking uh, for the most part, which is funny because you actually, the first person that actually gave me a picture of them smoking. So you really? actually, he, he, yeah, it was like, she actually sent me one where she pulling the blood, wearing some glasses. I had to. <laughs> oh my I goodness. To. I was just so happy for that. So do you squirt? I Yeah, I'm a squirter. Yeah, because I'm sitting here looking at your thing and, and, and I'm seeing it, sheets messed up. And <laughs> yep. Yep, I go through a lot of seats when I work, definitely. I actually um had to buy like a protective cover for my mattress because like Oh my god. It just gets so yeah, so wet. <laughs> so so you just squirt do you squirt on demand or or is just I mean, I mean pretty much, can you control it? Um, or is it just when they hit the spot, it just it is what it is. Um, so like I can't really control it like how a lot of these girls can, like just that this squirt over and over. Um, but like when I'm doing shows, like if they ask me for a squirt show, like I kinda know like how to fuck myself to make myself squirt, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who better but, um, know your than you? Exactly. But actually <laughs> like with camming, it's fun though, because like um uh, before I found out that I actually was a squirter, I would have guys come in and like teach me like they tell me what to do and like how to squirt so mm-hmm. it's actually interesting because like a lot of these men know what they're doing you know what I'm saying like a mm-hmm. lot about the female body more than some of these females do you know I talked to one yeah. model and she was like she's like oh like you know isn't just squirting just like pee and I was like dude you're a, a huge squirter and you think you're just pissing <laughs> the entire time no it's actually like I guess the equivalent of a man's pre-con. 
like yeah, Any, like um, um, like a, in it, it's like an ejaculation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. basically, you know what I'm saying? Because actually, it is actual cum. Enjoy <laughs> yeah. what people don't pee. Kevin was pee. People, you would smell the shit out of it. Yeah. And it wouldn't. Yeah. I, like I feel like it would have more of a. I mean, I think there are like if like you break it down and get into the science of it, there are like traces of piss in it, you know, because like it's mm-hmm. going through like the same kind of like tubes or whatever. Oh, but yeah. um, But for the most part, because it doesn't come out of your urethra, mm-hmm. like your pee hole, it comes mm-hmm. out of like your coochie hole. Yeah, I mean, so, but the clit basically is a dick. If you want to be honest, a female version of a dick. It is. It is. Yep. Yeah. So, I'm actually. So that uh, why and you and you lick it. <laughs> yep. So you suck on it, you know, nibble on it a little. Oh yeah, see, you see, get them right because because once they click, get hard. She she ready to go. Yep. See, I know a little something, something. I know a little something, something. I've been around the block a couple of times. I would say I hope so. Yeah, I, I, I know. I've been out <laughs> here a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fifteen years the business of adult film. Yeah, can't complain. I did, I did, I done my part. It's talent. But look, hey, let me do these particulars and uh, we can get this thing on the road. Okay, babe? Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All I got to do is just download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get a profile and you can monetize it, record it, and distribute it in all the free. I'm your host, Calvin Arbor, Summer Champ, a.k.a. The Point Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find my porn links, my music links, my social media links, all with one link. I'm talking about all my links.com backslash porn rap star. Find my world in one spot. We are sponsored by the Facebook of the Ellis community. I'm talking about ellisworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile. Mingle with kink-minded people like yourself, as well as maybe even find events in your area join groups, post pictures, and just get your freakness on. You feel me? So go to lsworld.com and start your journey to the lifestyle today. And we also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts that will give you the Black perspective. Plus, while you're there, you can also have the choice of buying products from over 500 Black retailers. I'm talking about black-owned businesses, people. We're talking about fashion, beauty, health, books, jewelry. You name it, they got it. Shop gwdistrict.com. Buy black, support black businesses to create generational wealth. You feel me? So I'm about to be quiet. Oh, one last thing. Every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday Night Smoke on k 97 Excuse me, K97FM.com, the adult radio station. That's right. I'm on the radio. I'm about to shut up and let this sexy lady introduce herself. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Nicole Knight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how long have you been a cam girl? Um, It just came up on my six-year mark. So six years. Mm. Yeah. Six years. So, so. So, so what, okay, one, what got you into camping? Let's begin there. What got what you? Got me? Yeah, no, no. What got you into camping? Why did you start camping? Um, <laughs> and how? And how? Tell us the story. 
Okay, so I was 19, young. I had, you know, like some money issues and everything. And I just, um, I think I had like a few like cam models that used to work at this studio in my town that um, would like post, you know, about like working and like the money they made. So I didn't know like the specifics of what went on, but I kind of like knew a little bit like what it was. And Mm. I really just like saw how much money they made. It it Mm. it probably took me like almost like almost a year to like work up the nerve to ask one of the girls to like put me on. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just so. So you sitting there. (laughs) So you were sitting there like, damn, this bitch is making some goddamn bank. Should I ask them what they how they do it? (laughs) That's how it always starts, really. It wasn't even more so that I think it was just more so of like a self conscious thing, you know, because I knew it was Mm -hmm. like something like porn. So it was like, yeah, me being 19, I hadn't like really like watched a lot of porn, you know what I'm saying, or had like a lot Mm -hmm. of crazy sex at that point. So I didn't know like really what I was getting myself into. So Mm -hmm. it was just kind of like nerves, you know, but um. I eventually like I hit up one of one of the girls and she was like, Oh yeah, come in, like and we'll sign you up and I can tell you everything all about it. So I went in and they signed me up and sat me right in front of a camera the same night. <laughs> yeah. So so first night, what did you do? Tell us about that first night with you being on camera. Oh my god, it was so nerve wracking. Um they didn't really like tell me specifics of like what to expect or anything so I remember that first night like being in front of the camera like I wasn't playing any music I wasn't um I was just kind of sitting there like waiting for guys to come in my chat room and I wasn't Mm -hmm. talking I was typing to them all I didn't know that they could hear me so I was like typing you know and like get laughing and giggling and stuff like as I and then my I remember like my manager like calling me on my phone and she was like what are you doing like talk and I that's at that point I realized like Mm -hmm. okay they can they can see me they can hear me like so um I was really shy when I first started uh anytime like I did get taken for a show it was Mm -hmm. what do you want like just tell me what you want and I'll do it you know like whatever you want and then um I had like a, a big like body image issue so I didn't like take my clothes off or um anything like that it took me a minute to like get comfortable doing everything mm-hmm. okay but i did okay. once that money started rolling in i got very very comfortable <laughs> <laughs> so so when you first did it was you in okay then was you in the studio when you first did it or yeah. yep you was in the I studio i started out working in the studio yeah a, a webcam studio yep okay 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 now tell us about the experience because my fans have heard the experience from the American side mm-hmm. of how they do it. Please explain the American way of the cam house. Jeez. Um, we, a lot of the models that worked at the studio kind of joked that we were like being pimped out, you know, that like our managers mm-hmm. were our pimps. But mm-hmm. um, that's kind of <laughs> what it is. Like, it, no lie, like they make you have a schedule you have to keep the schedule you know you get fined if you don't work mm-hmm. all the hours that you're supposed to you can get fined for like not cleaning up you can get fined for mm-hmm. being suspended like they will find any way they can to take more money from you um mm-hmm. from a from aside from like the 15 percent that they already make from you but mm-hmm. i mean okay. on the flip side of it it's it's a really great experience to like get to know what you're doing online to figure out like mm-hmm. different things, different ways to go about things. You know, like there's mm-hmm. other girls in there that can help you like do your mm-hmm. shows and figure out who you are online. 
and mm. um it's just a great way too to just like it, it was easier to work at the studio because like there were other girls working you know what I'm saying so it felt more yeah. like a big like party like a big hangout spot than yeah. it was working whereas now like I work from home and it's like I gotta like go from like mommy mode into work mode you know <laughs> yeah I would tell you what's funny right that what the European girls were talking about they actually were the they actually well I I I, I mean they one runs one and one works in one right and they both was like they liked it better because it gave them that structure because it was so many yeah. distractions when you at home yeah and you know, it is period. and go ahead it's very easily like easy to get distracted at home because you're like oh i gotta fold the laundry or oh i gotta go to the district <laughs> oh my son keeps waking up you know let me just log off real quick and and once you uh, log off it's like so much harder to log back on and like push that button again so i mean like you definitely have like the pros and the cons of like working in a studio and i think if you work uh-huh. for like the right kind of studio it could definitely uh-huh. be like a really big benefit uh, on your part but uh-huh. um there's just a lot of like you know just shifty people out there i don't i don't think yeah. i had like the greatest experience at a studio uh-huh. just because of like the managers that ran it and like <laughs> owned it. okay okay so of course, transitioning home, how was you able to take what you learned from there as far as scheduling? Let you, how can I put it, discipline per se, because that's what they were trying to give you, I guess. Right. How did you apply that when you came home, when you started doing it from home? Um, well, I think it was easier to transition into like the home camming life because um, I already had like a schedule that I worked online. So I already had like most of my regulars like got on at a specific time and I knew I had to get on, you know, at that same time to mm-hmm. make the same money basically. But, um, yeah, it wasn't, it, it was not easy. Like, like you said, like there are a lot of distractions. It's still, there still are, and I'm in mm-hmm. school too. So now it's like, I have to like, mm-hmm. I can only work and do my schoolwork and stuff at night when my babies are sleeping. So I can actually mm-hmm. like focus. So I have to pick and choose. Like it, it's easier for me to be in school because I have to like, you know, have a real set schedule. Like this is this mm-hmm. night I'm gonna work, this night I'm gonna, you know, get all my schoolwork done. And I just mm-hmm. try to use that to like keep mm-hmm. everything in order. See, people, you just heard it. She she's going to school, she works and she's a, a mother. Yeah. And y'all sit here and say that a woman if you do porn, you can't have a job. You do porn, you can't have a career other than porn. She just proven she's really multitask, very intelligent young lady. That's what I'm yes. talking about. <laughs> That's why I do the podcast to kill some of these, you know, misconceptions that people be having about us. Oh, yeah. You know, period. You know, um, now, be it that, Cammy, um, we'll get you the, the content base of what you do in a minute. With webcamming, how do you? Keep yourself from being bored at the same time, keep your fans from being bored. Because when you're doing webcam, especially on a regular basis, sometimes it becomes repetitious and you can mm-hmm. bore your fans. Yeah. So how do you spice it up? Um, I spice it up just by like switching things up. I have a lot of different like, you know, like little cosplay outfits and I wear wigs sometimes and stuff like that. But a lot of my fans mm-hmm. like the more natural kind of look going. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, though, I don't, I don't work nearly as much as I used to. So when I mm-hmm. do work and when I do get on, it's not really like as 
ever slow pace for me mm. um like it used to be like before when mm. I did work at the studio and I worked like 40 50 hours a week it did get real repetitious and I would have mm. shifts where I would work like you know seven eight hour shifts and guys would like be on at the beginning of my shift and then they'd come back at the end of my shift and then they'll be like damn nicole like you're still online like yeah you know i gotta go here you know (laughs) but um most definitely it's easier now like just you know switching up the hair and like the the outfits the looks and i feel like the best way to like stay um like just not like boring is just mm-hmm. when I do feel like I am getting like you know bored and like with the repetition and everything I kind of I just take a break from it and I mm-hmm. don't stop doing it for a while you know whether it be mm-hmm. a couple weeks or a couple months like I just gotta like refocus myself and yeah now, now how important is it because a lot of time people think they can't take a break from the industry for their mental sanity speak to the importance of sometimes stepping away Uh, I think it's very important to, like, um, step away when, like, it has to do with, like, your mental uh, stability, Mm -hmm. especially um, camming and even doing porn or whatever. It can be really exhausting. It's you're Mm -hmm. you're fucking yourself. It's not a real it's not like those nine to five jobs, you know, where you get up and you just go do Mm -hmm. like lifting boxes or whatever. You're like you have to like. Mm you have to always smile. You have to always be horny. You know, you have to always like mm-hmm. meet the needs of your customers. So, um, that come that it becomes a lot sometimes. And I think, mm-hmm. I think it is always a good thing to just step back and like regroup and refocus everything before moving forward or you're mm-hmm. going to burn out. I've burnt out a couple of times by just working. Myself <laughs> to the point where I like, I took like a year off, you know, from camming and everything. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do that anymore. You know, I want to mm-hmm. figure out who I am outside of that world because it's just mm-hmm. too much. And I mean, like a lot of times, like with camming and stuff too, like drugs get involved. I've seen a lot of girls that worked at the studio get mm-hmm. hooked on all kinds of drugs and stuff, you know, just to like work. And then they're, mm-hmm. it becomes to a point where they're like not even working to make money they're just working to feed a habit mm-hmm. you know so now, i think it's always good to just step back now i think from where you sounded that what you learned is it's not about how long how long or how much time you own there it's about what you do while you on there because yeah. i'm pretty sure that you not this way you probably don't do it be on cam a lot but you still see money even though you're not on there a lot. You get where I'm coming from? Yeah. You feel me? Which means that when you own cam, you make it an event. Speak to that. Okay, so I think, like, what you're saying is true, but I think when you're first starting out camming, you do kind of have to work a lot. You have to be able to set up uh, yeah, schedule to show, you know, and, and build up your audience and, you know, like, mm-hmm. your your customers that way um Mm -hmm. once you're camming for a year or two and you have that um like base like Mm -hmm. you're gonna have a base of like how much if you work this many hours this is how much you're gonna make you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like and it doesn't really matter like because you're always gonna have new customers new people coming in your room but you're gonna get like those regulars who are Mm -hmm. like dedicated to you you know what i'm saying like who yeah. come in consistently and spend a lot of money on you and stuff so 
once you build that up and once you get that, I think that's when it becomes easier to like, be like, okay, well, I'm going to stop, you know, for a while. or I'm going to, you know, focus on something else for a little bit. And then that Mm -hmm. also gives them like that time to miss you. So that Mm -hmm. like when you're back, they're like, oh my God, I thought I didn't think I was ever going to see you again. Like here, take all my money, (laughs) you know? (laughs) It's an old saying, how can I miss you if you won't go away? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Within the time frame of the six years, when did you turn to doing content? I did not start selling content until last year, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, when I when I first started working for the studio, uh, they had a lot of rules, and like a lot of the rules were that you couldn't work for other sites, you couldn't sell your content on other sites. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. they had you believing, they had girls believing that um, that's how it was. You could not, if you did, you'd get in trouble by streamates. That's who I can for mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like as when I met like the man that I'm involved with now, I'm actually yeah. met him online. And uh, he owns a porn studio. So his way of like trying to get to, to know me or whatever was like, hey, come shoot a, a scene with me. Like, check me out on Twitter. You know? <laughs> and I was like, I, I was looking at him and I was like, I, I'm cool. Like, I've never wanted, you know, I don't want to be out there. I don't want videos of me out there. Even though like with camming, you will find like, you know, customers sometimes will report yeah. you and put you on a site mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's easier to get those taken down too. You know what I'm saying? But um. Yeah. He kind of like he kind of just like talked me into and convinced me to like selling content on OnlyFans. That's how I started. And then he made me a mini vids mm-hmm. and uh a couple other different sites I'm on. But uh he helped mm-hmm. me a lot with all of that stuff. As far as like what kind of content to make. He'll he actually like he'll make me like a schedule like this month you may do this video, this video, this video. You know what I'm saying? And then he'll edit them and everything for me and like upload them oh. shouts out to the husband to, to hubby <laughs> who's keeping her keeping her focused that's what i'm talking about my brother I he see does you, man. he really does keep me focused especially if i'm like uh i don't want to care anymore you know like i want to fall back to my hill like he mm. he keeps me on my toes mm. he now he'll be like go ahead no 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 go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead, go ahead, finish, oh, no. go ahead finish my bad i'll just say he'll be like um like I want, I want to make sure you're working this week. So you know, like record yourself while you're online. So I'll, I'll work and I'll mm-hmm. with my phone. I'll record all my shows and then mm-hmm. send it to him. And he likes that nasty, kinky stuff anyway. So that's another like way to just mm-hmm. like kind of spice things up with us, I guess. <laughs> I ain't nothing wrong with that. So now the interesting thing that damn, I, I lost my train of thought when you said something, but. <laughs> but um yeah no nah, the, the the thing that um when you started doing content um do you think that the years that you built up your face with the webcam and helped you sell the content easier um yes and no because okay. working on streamates we cannot um promote any other sites if we do we get in trouble we'll get locked out of our accounts we'll get suspended whatever you know so um really how i built up like everything for OnlyFans, like my dude that i fuck with he um made me a twitter he you know started like paying for promotion and getting like set it up like Mm -hmm. that and then eventually like as i'm camming 
you know, like there are ways to get around it. So when people come into my room and they'll be like, wow, like, are you, you know, do you do porn or, you know, can I find you anywhere else? I always just tell them like, just Google my name. Exactly how it is. On the yeah, that's best you can do it. And you'll find yeah. me, you know, you will find me out there. Yeah. Like it's all over if you Google it exactly how it is. So I just try to keep everything the same, like the same mm. name exactly on every platform so that they know just, okay, mm. there she is. Okay. Now, speaking of branding, let's get to the some of the hard questions, shall we? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I like I tell people, we did we don't cook we don't sugarcoat shit here. All right. Now, one thing that you said was that one of the reasons why you at first didn't want to do porn was you didn't <clears throat> want your face out there. Mm-hmm. Now, before I go about how far are you planning to do boy girl and all that good stuff with this one question how important it is it to come at grips and it with and have no shame and the reason why i ask this question is because i'm a true believer in what you do it restricts what you do and restricts your mind mm-hmm. but go Definitely. ahead uh, I no, I agree completely with that statement. Um, it, I think it's very important to just like have no shame and just own, you know, what it is that you like to do and just do it um, for that exact reason because you will lose out on a lot of money, on a lot of like customers, you know, um, a lot of different opportunities by like just being mm-hmm. scared to put your name out there. Yeah, because with webcamming. The key to it is actually personality. It ain't just teaching that yeah. personality because you got to talk. Absolutely. You got to talk them into privates. You got to talk them into tips. One hundred percent. So and that's what a lot I, of girls don't realize. Yeah, I um, that's kind of like how um my dude taught me talked me into like making content too because he was like, you have no idea like you you cam girls are like the perfect girls for porn. You guys are the talkers. You have the personality. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what yeah. to say to like get guys going and you know do those shows. Like whereas like a lot of porn models like they are good at porn but they can't get on campsites mm-hmm. and make the money that we make. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't know how to like. Mm-hmm. They're just so used to being like that sex symbol and like the face that they're not the personality too. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like I said before, pretty tits don't always get the money, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, yep. That talk game go a long ways. And so, it's true because, I mean, like, one of the things that they tell you at the studio when you're working is you can't just sit there. You're yeah. not going to make any money just sitting there looking pretty. You know, you got to move around. You got to know how to talk to them. You got to interact with them. Um, you got to smile. You know, and that goes back to the mental health thing. If you're having a bad day or a bad week, it's the worst thing to like, if or going like if you're going through okay. a breakup, you know, like it's the it's hell trying to like tune all of that out and just get on cam and yeah. be this sexual person. You know, when you've got so much going on in your personal life. So true. So true. So now I, I know we talked that uh, you have started to do boy. You do, of course, do it with uh, your significant. Um, do you plan in the future to expand to working in the boy girl department? Um, 
at this time i don't know i probably mm-hmm. not i've gotten like offers there are some <laughs> producers that i would like to work with you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but um i'm in school to get out of the industry i want to finish okay. school and then get a real you know like a good okay job that I get to keep my clothes on because I have children and they're getting older you know what I'm saying but um Mm -hmm. I think that if I was still like if I was younger and I was doing what I'm doing now like four or five years younger I probably I would have probably no problem like just (laughs) going out and you know going hard (laughs) oh god but I mean to each his own you know what I'm saying um because, like I said before, I tell girls when they come to this business, know where you're trying to take it mm-hmm. and Definitely. stay on brand with that, what have you, you know. Period. But um, because the reason why the reason why I ask that is because the next question I was going to ask, well, how far you plan to take it? You already answered that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so with that being said, all right, is it okay? I'm gonna ask you this then. Is it that basically this was just a stepping stone to you being able to get to a position to where you can, like you said, get out of the business or at, at any time did you ever consider it being a career? Um, I think right after I got with um, my boyfriend, I kind of like saw like everything you know going on on Twitter and like with in the porn world and Mm -hmm. you know everything that he was doing and I was like I could do that like I you know I want to do that like and he got to the point where he was like setting up shoots with me I've done a couple of other shoots that like weren't with him specifically okay um so there there might have been a point but I don't I to be so you have worked with others before it, it, yeah. it, you had worked with others. Okay, okay. I was yeah, thinking, I've done, my stupid ass, I was thinking that he was the only dick you had fucked on camera. My bad. No, he was. <laughs> he was. Um, I have mm-hmm. done a lactation scene. Okay. It was like a virtual okay. reality scene. And then um, okay. I actually did a scene for his studio with another male performer, but it was a handjob scene. It wasn't okay. Like, He's got a so lot no of pre- um, rules no. and stuff like that. He, you know, like if you're gonna shoot, I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. So my yeah. the best way to like follow that is to just not shoot. I don't. I don't <laughs> <have a problem. laughs> you know. Wait, well, he sounds like he don't want you shoot at all. But agree, be honest with you. But hey. now, nah, I mean. I think because, I think because like he already first first and foremost most of my customers that I have um they would probably rather the solo content anyway than um anything boy girl like I do have mm-hmm. requests to like you know like oh can you do a scene with such and such I would love to see you mm-hmm. do shoot a scene with this person mm-hmm. but um for the most part like they if it's like a, a boy girl scene they don't mind that it's like with my boyfriend you know what I'm saying like they just want to mm-hmm. see like a, a cream pie or you know something mm-hmm. to that nature but most of what I do is um like taboo and fetishes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. a lot of like a lot of the taboos and fetishes that I do don't really get touched on a lot in porn mm-hmm. they do yeah, but because like it's yeah, because I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but because that was the question I with the question I was trying to get. One of the questions I was going to get to was, how do you handle the pressure 
Because a lot of girls, let's keep it 100, you know, yeah. period. You know what I'm saying? Because it, okay, they like put it this way. Let's say boy, girl, you do all that, and it might increase mm-hmm. your money. So you are willing to leave money on the table. You get where I'm coming from to yeah. a certain extent. So it's like, and how can I put this? Is the reason why I wanted to interview you so you can explain. Look, this is the reason why I don't want to do this because a lot of girls feel they don't have choice. Mm-hmm. So um, I want you to speak to the fact that you have choice because think about this. Yeah. You make be real. You make good money. You wouldn't have been doing yeah. this webcam for six. You wouldn't have been doing you wouldn't have done OnlyFans. And mm-hmm. the boy girl fails for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most people, if they make money, they'll continue to do it. And they might even be like, Well, what, what if I work with a male talent this damn third? Uh-huh. You feel me? It's the pressure somewhat from that 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 fan base, that only fan yeah. that makes them want to jump. So yeah. the reason why I say the reason why I'm, why I'm trying to bring it back to is how do you deal with the pressure of being pushing that direction and you push back? Speak. Um well, I mean, like you said, like I, I make good money, Cammy. OnlyFans to me is just an extra income you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. it's I don't go as hard as a lot of the girls do for their OnlyFans you know what I'm saying I don't even promote Mm -hmm. it that hard or anything like that it's just kind of like it's whatever for me because I make um, Mm -hmm. enough money webcamming that I don't have to you know like be pressured for money um Mm -hmm. so if there's like people on my OnlyFans you know what I'm saying who want to see like certain stuff like I would like I said I'll I will do that with my boyfriend but as far as like mm-hmm. you know like um gang banging or like just a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that I wouldn't mm-hmm. do um on camera I I never wanted to just be out there like just fucking a bunch of different people you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm 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 real private with my life when it comes to that so mm-hmm. like if if I'm gonna be a whore I'm, I'm gonna do it in private you know like no amount of money is gonna mm-hmm. like want me to like just be out mm-hmm. there like that but you know, like, to each his own. I don't judge anybody that does. I have friends who, you know, like, are full-blown prostitutes. You know what I'm saying? Not just porn, but they do the <laughs> prostitute shit. And I'm like, you go, girl, get your money. Like, I'll promote you on my shit, you know? Like, go ahead. But, like, it's just not, it's something at this point in my life that I want to do. But how, mm. how I deal with the pressure is I just don't. I If, if you don't like mm. what I post, go find somebody that you do like. There's millions mm. of us out there, you know? Mm. See, this is why y'all like my podcast. Because other <laughs> podcasts don't get shit like this. See, that's what I'm talking about. Now, with that being said, that goes back to the conversation that girls had about if you switch up, you might lose your fan base. Now, I'm going to ask that's you this. True. When you went to content, did you lose any of your fan base? No. Um... I am one of the realest cam girls. I, I, I don't want to say that, but I'm real as fuck online. Like who I am online is who you're going to see offline. So like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do have this really big slutty persona, but it's, it's always more of like, I'm a mm-hmm. slut for my man persona. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I was in a relationship, my guys knew that, you know, like it wasn't ever mm-hmm. like, 
the selling of like the dream like oh yeah one day we can meet and I'll be mm -hmm. like they know I don't meet, I don't do meets I'm not gonna meet up with you I don't care how much money mm -hmm. you have off to offer me you know what I'm saying I've had guys offer mm -hmm. me ten thousand dollars to fly me out to california for a weekend and i'm like no thank you because <laughs> um, i don't know i you could be a fucking serial killer am i allowed to cut mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. you could chop my body parts up and put them in different parts of the ocean like i don't know it's not i didn't i was really mm -hmm. skeptical even about meeting my boyfriend offline because like i said i didn't know and i was flying out to dc to meet him and i was even scared mm -hmm. telling my boss like i don't know like i I might go missing, like take my location on your iPhone so that you know where I'm at at all times, you know? <laughs> um, but I didn't, I didn't lose, like, I didn't, I don't think I really lost any fans. Um, maybe just like one or two who had it in their mind, you know, that were spending a lot of money, money on me having it in their mind that maybe one day we would meet. But I mean, I'm really upfront with these guys. But I tell them like, I'm not mm -hmm. going to come out, out and meet you or nothing like that. You can't come so, here. Mm -hmm. None of that. So, done, so, so you had some fans that was a little disappointed when you got some dick in you, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it shows. Um, they definitely like, yeah, absolutely. But at I the same actually... time, gain fans. That's the crazy part about porn. You yeah. lose fans, gain the same amount of fans yep. back. Yep. Yes, sir. I actually had to like um, get off of Facebook and like personal social media accounts because I had like customers that would come and find me on Facebook mm -hmm. and that were following like my personal life. I remember mm -hmm. having, I had this one customer and he's still a great customer today, but he knows he freaked me the fuck out. Like when he told me this, he mm -hmm. like came into my room and he was like, you know, like he, I'm, I'm in love with you. I've been following you on Facebook for three years mm -hmm. and I'm so happy. Like your daughter's so beautiful. I'm so happy that you're a mother and you're happy. And I, I like started crying. He was like, I would come into your room under different names and do shows with you. And, and I was just like, hold mm -hmm. on, like, wait a minute. This is creepy as fuck. Like, what are you mm -hmm. talking about? Like, <laughs> it, it, it creeped me out. So I got to the point where it's like, okay, I'm going to make everything private. And then I got to the point where I was like, I'm just going to come off of social media. Like, I don't want people mm -hmm to see my daughter growing up or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? I just mm -hmm. want to, I want my personal life to be personal and private. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, I don't understand that. that. That's the reason why we do fictitious names. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I mean, they do have apps you. and stuff yeah. like where if yeah. you, <clears throat> you can run your, a picture through an app, you know, and like it'll show mm -hmm. you other sites that that same picture is on or whatever. And like, I think that's how some people might've, mm -hmm. or I mean, like, uh, like working at a studio, you do have girls who give out real information. You know, um, mm -hmm. one of the things that we say when we worked at the studio is that we lived in Detroit. We don't live in Detroit, but we live near Detroit. You know, so we would just say, mm -hmm. oh, we're, we're yes. based in Detroit. Um, but a lot of girls would like give out like the real town that we're in and like real, their real like Facebook information. So then mm -hmm. they can go through like their friends list and see like, oh, that's Nicole, you know, and then that's mm -hmm. also how they can follow you and find you and stuff. So. But see, the, the, the interesting part is that that's why I say uh, being a when, when we talk about sex workers, that's the reason why I say I never liked that term because you're the perfect example of why that term should not hold weight because when you lump everybody together you make misconceptions. Yeah. I always said this, webcam girls are not porn stars because webcam girls as I attend, they're not trying to do and a lot of them are not trying to be in the business that long. Mm -hmm. Um, but so much, you know, period. Because at some point, well, unless you just 
damn good in webcam, girl. I mean, creative as fuck. So mm-hmm. that's why I said I applaud you for six years because there's some girl that came the last two. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were by year one they might have went straight to the porn. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, so, definitely. I've seen that a lot too. Yeah, so I mean, speak to the creativity that, that some of the shit you had to come up with. Um, because because the content wise is one thing, but forget that you did webcamming for six fucking years. Mm-hmm. You had to come up with some creative shit, outfits, toys. <laughs> yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because the difference between I'm trying to get you to sell, to buy five or six minutes of a video versus mm-hmm. I'm selling you on me being live. At $5.99 a minute. You're paying $6 Bingo. a minute to, to talk to me or fuck me or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that it just kind of like happens as you as you become a cam model, you, I feel like you either got it or you don't. And you kind of know right away if you're going to like be one of those who make a lot of money or who, you know, just make ends meet type of money um, by the things that you do. It's, I think I found my niche in like the, um, like the taboo stuff and the fetish stuff um, because it's something that I really enjoy too and because I enjoy it and I see that I'm it's not just a job you know what I'm saying like it's more Mm -hmm. of an enjoyment on my part as well Mm -hmm. I get a lot of people you know and a lot of comments like she's you know really great at this she really actually enjoys it like this is that's her thing so Mm -hmm. I don't even know if it's like being creative as much as it's like you said, this is all about personality, and you really have to find mm-hmm. like what works for you to mm-hmm. make you stand out from the rest. You got some girls who are on streamates taking twelve inch fucking dildos up their asshole and sitting on baseball bats and stuff. I'm not. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's what they be doing. Do do they be looking so uncomfortable, don't they? Man. <laughs> and a lot of them. One of my favorite things to do when I worked at the studio is me and my friend would sit there and as we're getting ready, we would watch other girls. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's what we tell a lot of like the new girls to do too, um, to kind of get a feel for it and to like show you how you should act and everything. Watch other girls and see what they do, what they talk about, you know, because like you said, you have to talk these guys into doing shows with you. Um, a lot of times when it's slow for me, like if I don't have any customers in my room, all I have to do is like pull my titties out and then I'll start getting guys to come in. Cause I got, you know, big titties, but mm-hmm. like not every girl has that. So mm-hmm. it just goes back to like, what are you good at specifically? What can mm-hmm. you master? You know what I'm saying? And do mm-hmm. that's different from like the other girls around you. Mm-hmm. So now here's the question. I want your honest, your honest answer. And I don't want you to, to, to give no sugar-coated hands to people. Why do girls think what you do is so freaking easy? <laughs> I, that is a great question, and I would love to know that answer to that myself. I think most people think that, like, porn, any kind of porn in general is just the easiest thing because you're just fucking yourself. They don't understand um, the amount of time that it takes to, like, build up that reputation for yourself or, you know, your customers, they don't understand the, they don't understand how hard it is to sit there for five hours straight and fuck your asshole. Like, that is a lot. You know what I'm saying? They just see you yeah. sitting on a bed 
half naked and they're like, oh, like she just took the easy way out, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the funny part. They, they say it's the easy way out, but it's way harder than probably some of the jobs that these girls got really? to go to. Yeah, it is. And I have taken breaks online, like I said, and went and gotten square jobs. I've done like the factory life or working at a gas station. And I always get to the point where I call my best friend up and I'm like, Lexi, I'm about to quit and go back to webcaming. Like this is this is not worth this little ass paycheck that they're giving me. And they take the taxes out. I think that's the worst part mm-hmm. is that they take all those taxes out every tech. Like webcaming has definitely gotten me spoiled to the point where I've like need a certain amount of money to like be satisfied living with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then two help it doesn't hurt the confidence. Oh, no. Um, actually, I have, a, I have a great story with that because, like I said, when I first started webcamming, um, I was in a verbally and physically abusive relationship. I uh, didn't have any confidence at all of myself, of my body, anything like that. So when I when I started, I want to say my second week I was camming is, was the first time I made $1,000 in one week. And mm. my ex-boyfriend was like, all right, well, I'm going to quit my job for a little bit. You can take care of me, you know, because I took care of you when you didn't have a job. So now it's your turn. And I kind of just looked at him and I was like, motherfucker, like, what? Like, you are <laughs> men paying me $7 a minute to talk, just to get to know me. You can get the fuck out of my face with that. Like, and, and once I did start making that money and realizing, like, how many how much like there was more out there i left that man so fast and just kind of like went and did my own thing so it is really like a confidence booster because like i said i was just looking through your stream the different toys uh different outfits like i said you you took the business serious you know what i'm saying um you know, period. Because I tell anybody, any hustle you do, you have to treat it as a livelihood if you want to make more money out of it. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, you, I see that, like you said, the wigs, different outfits. Even though you wasn't planning to stay in it long, you still took it serious as it was a career choice. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, Because right now, it's my only source of income. So you kind of have to like put your all into it that's the only way you're going to make mm-hmm. the most out of it is if you take it seriously and, you know, put your all into it. That's when I say like, I want to get out. It's not that I want to like, just be done with webcaming. I really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, when... Hello. Hello. But, um, okay. Okay. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought you went out. Go ahead. <laughs> Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Yeah, every now and then, when the conversation gets so hot, <laughs> when I talk to the ladies, anchor shuts down because we, 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 we didn't. We done smoked it out, you know what I'm saying? Because because you give it that good smoke. And see, you were so worried. You were just so worried <laughs> about you. And it, you might need to look at a, a, a 
career in podcasting. You just talking about changing careers, but no, yeah. finish what you was but finish what you were saying though. I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it was no, you were saying it's not that you wanted out, you love webcamming. Okay. It was yeah. you wanted out the business was go ahead. I I do love webcamming and like when it's not um too much on my mental like with everything else going on in my life I hate that it's my only source like the only source of income that I can depend on mm-hmm. because it's something okay. that like it's it's like something that I have to do so like mm-hmm. I want to just get a, a normal square job so that I can use webcaming as you know make it fun again for myself where it's it's something that I want to do <laughs> and not something that I like have to do to make to pay my bills you know what I'm saying mm-hmm I'm gonna tell you what's funny. Same reason why I retired. Lost the passion wasn't funny anymore. Yeah. See. Yeah. When it ain't funny anymore, it, it, it really becomes a job. Mm-hmm. Because it takes passion to stay in it. And a lot and a lot of people don't have passion. You know, period. definitely. And I think that shows in their work too. You know what I'm saying? Like they're when they're not mm-hmm. putting their all into it. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So in the six years of you doing webcamming, what was the biggest change that you noticed in the game? Um, I think the, the biggest came, change came last year with the, the epidemic and everything and when everyone started flocking to the sex industry. I think that was like the biggest change that I've witnessed. Yeah, yeah because it was like... It, it it was funny because at one point OnlyFans, see, I'm a, I'm about to give y'all a history lesson. At one point, OnlyFans did not have live cam. Yeah, they did not have live cam. They actually got it what what three months right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's when they started live cam. See, so because I was I was saying this, a lot of these companies because they're European based, and a lot of their money is made off of live cam. Y'all can look the shit up. It's facts. Yeah, live cam makes money, a lot of money for many beings of them that they're becoming more catering to solo content than that of boy girl. Yeah, and it's you because know. of the personality. It's because that they you get somebody that to actually actually interact with you, with you. You know what I'm saying? Like as opposed mm-hmm. to just like watching the videos. Mm-hmm. And plus, on a business end, they ain't got to worry about dealing with paperwork too tough. Yeah, and. And possibility of child pornography because mm-hmm. nine out of ten of child pornography is boy girl. Yep, I've seen a lot of. I mean, like they they do have like with the webcam and everything, like yeah, um, be pe- women being forced to do it or underage girls being forced. So there's been a lot of changes just on like the site that I work for, like mm-hmm. um, that concern like you being who you really are. Like now when I log mm-hmm. on, it's it actually scans my face before I'm even allowed to log on <laughs> to make sure that it's me for real. Yeah. But see, but see the thing of it is is that it goes back to what I always said. When the game became so normalized, mm-hmm. it made it easy for people to get in and this what yeah. happened. Because yeah. even and you know but you being six years. Mm-hmm. It is it's way easier now to become a camp girl than it was back then. Yeah, of course. Ooh, and when the, it and was, t- tell them the difference of how to become a camp girl now compared to back when you started. I mean, now you have like 
promotions for it. You can you can get on like Snapchat and see like a promo for OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? Right there. Yeah. As opposed to like when I first started, it wasn't just like it wasn't even something that you could like Google type in like webcam model. You know that and that would yeah. come up. It was really something that you had to like find somebody that was already in the community and like mm. have them kind of bring you in like now it's so yeah. easy and and even when like the pandemic hit I had so many girls like from my town like that were that knew what I did and knew you know what I'm saying and that were like mm -hmm. calling me and texting me or hit me up on Facebook and they were like you know like um how do you what do I do what do I need you know what do I need to get started and everything how mm -hmm. can can you sign me up at your studio and I'd just be like mm -hmm. whoa like hold on <laughs> This yeah. is the sixth time somebody's asked me that today. But, like, um, even now, though, like, there, the, I think the turnover rate in, like, the the porn and, like, the camming is so high still because, like, people, mm -hmm. like you said, a lot of girls think it's easy money, and it's really not. And once you get online and you're, like, mm -hmm. brand new and you, you're working for five hours, I think my first day, my first five-hour shift, I made, like, 50 bucks for the mm -hmm. whole five hours. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I was, like, well, damn you know I thought I was gonna make more than that but I I mean I came back and everything <clears throat> a lot of strippers will try to cam mm -hmm. and they quit right away because they're used to that like quick money yeah that not even like the interaction because like they have mm -hmm. to dancing you have to like you do have to kind of talk them into dances and stuff but mm -hmm not even you know like you can get on stage and you know do your nah, stage but see, set but and see, then to me i think webcamming is harder than stripping because you did stripping you have the atmosphere webcam yeah. you don't yeah it's webcam is totally like yeah talking them out of their money so so even to the point that in the club you can be the worst dancer in the world but they're so drunk they don't give a shit yeah. Try that shit yep. on webcam. You might not get nad tip. <laughs> mm hmm Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but 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 that's what I said because even I remember when girls were trying to get into webcam, it took forever for them to even get approved. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, period. And then when I think about the sites like Clip to Sale, Clip to Sale, you had to have like 10 clips up before you could even be, you know, approved to even take take sales. Yeah. Man, you can have one clip. It's you good, you know. So yeah, it's just to me. I just think that um, so many things happened to where it became normalized, but still, it's not normalized to have a career in it. Yeah, I think yeah. now, although it, it's becoming that way because you have so many of these like female rappers or like entertainers yeah. who are like turning to only vans or you know like turning to like stripping or came from stripping and stuff so it makes it seem mm -hmm. so cool like it's almost like but, a it's, but you know almost, it is a lifestyle to them you know yeah but you know where they got the idea to come to only vans from y'all <laughs> yeah well yeah of course but it, i mean like it's, especially, it's becoming so normal like, like the bella thorne thing you know what i'm saying yeah. like this is a disney star who like mm -hmm. teenager teenage girls grew up with and everything and now she's showing pussy on only fans so that just tells them you know like hey i could i could try to do that and make a million dollars in a fucking yeah. hour you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah like, because because i was saying this i can say this on many shows the all it was was as you know, I mean you've seen it, you've seen it. The girls post how much they make with OnlyFans. They post how much. And the celebrities see that. First thing they think, 
Well, that motherfucker, excuse my language, but this is what they're thinking. That bitch made that. <laughs> Let me get on right. these hands. <laughs> because, see, another thing that we that that changed was we didn't let everybody know the ingredients to the recipe. Exactly. We yeah, didn't okay. let everybody know the ingredients to the recipe. Game is <laughs> to be sold, not told. Yeah, like just like like Shorty Hill. Somebody brought it. You feel me? And showed her the game. And from there she took it. You know, period. And and you know, speak to how much people how can I put this? The lack of knowledge that's out there, but at the same time, the ignorance that people have not to go seek the knowledge to learn what we do. Um, I think there is a lot of ignorance in like what is like perceived in the porn world and like the cam world and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that you if you just start doing it like you're just gonna make all this money right away mm-hmm. women don't realize like even like with the OnlyFans stuff I have cam cam models who I'm friends with who come to me like Nicole how do I start up my OnlyFans you know like how can I like do you make mm-hmm. good money on it what is the secret and I I just tell them all the same thing like it, OnlyFans you can't just make an OnlyFans and expect to make all that money that you see these OnlyFans girls making because those are like real content creator you know what i'm saying like this yeah. that's their job mm-hmm. you know like it's it you have to build a fan base you have to promote yourself you know what i'm saying you have to make a name for yourself all within like that only fans so like you could be a top model in the industry a top cam model but then like go to only fans and not make anything you know what i'm saying because you mm-hmm. don't have that like following and like i said it's really hard to like get around like there are little ways to like get around those shortcuts and everything to like promote yourself mm-hmm. on these sites but it's hard mm-hmm. a lot of people get in trouble i've been suspended a couple of times for giving like outside information on, <laughs> online <laughs> but oh, i'll I do it still like i if, if a guy offers me the same amount of money to go do a skype show with them i'm taking all of that because the site takes 65 percent of my income from from me yeah, Crucial. so when I say when I say I, I made twelve hundred dollars last week, that's what I took home, but that's not what I made. You know what I'm saying? Like that was my take home. <laughs> and see, and see, that's the other thing that no one speaks to is that in the cam world, the cam get majority cut, not the creator. Oh yeah, definitely. And that's on any site. Um when I first started like working on OnlyFans and they were like uh twenty percent, I see a lot of like porn stars and stuff you know like especially with the only fans stuff that just happened where they said they were gonna like stop all the pornography and yeah. stuff um and then they said they weren't going to a lot of the girls were like why don't you take you know 10 percent of that 20 percent that you take from us and give it back to us and i was just like you little fucking greedy bitches like i need 35 percent <laughs> of what i like i take that home you know <laughs> like what the fuck 20% that they take from you is nothing you're taking home yeah. 80% of what you make you know you're not going to find it, a campsite out there that doesn't take at least 50% of your earnings yeah and see a lot of girls don't see a lot of girls don't know that walking in mm-hmm. so that's why they end up not wanting to do camming and take their ass to only fans yeah and then it when you break it down even further i make 35 percent now because i work from home when i worked at a studio Mm -hmm. i made 20 percent yeah so i like 
I could make a thousand dollars in twenty hours working at the studio. But now that I now that I work at home, if I work ten hours a week, which I never do, I could make that thousand dollars. I've done it like twice. Yeah, feel good to count the back end, don't it? Yeah, but I mean, like, they, <laughs> like I said, like they that studio they take that fifteen percent, but they also mm-hmm. they give you an establishment to work at. They give you that structure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They teach you. You learn so many things working at a studio that you wouldn't learn, like um, especially if you're like a virgin to the whole porn world. Like when I first started, mm-hmm. I didn't know what JLI was or SPH. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or what a cuckold was? I I didn't know none of that. That's mm-hmm. that's and to be honest like my studio didn't really even teach me any of that i had to go like and do my own research i had to get on porn sites and like listen to other girls doing jois like so that i could mm-hmm. figure out how to do that and i'm still terrible at like the um <laughs> people come to my room and they'll be like can you you know like are you a mistress can you be a dummy and i'm like i can try or the one thing that they ask me is can you do do you do, you do humiliation I'm terrible at it because I'm I'm a pleaser. I'm not somebody who's good at just being a bitch and making you cry. I'm not. That's never been me. I used to actually like get so upset when I when I first started and I would do those shows that I would like they would leave and I would cry because like I know I didn't do it right and I was just like my boss came in my room one night and was like what is wrong and I was like I just don't know how to be mean. I lose so many you know customers because I can't be a bitch. <laughs> But I mean, and those customers—they so already a know. Lot, you so know, if you in BDSM, I already know you a complete submissive. I am. I am one hundred percent. Like it I, is. I'm a switch here and there with women, but like for the most part, I am completely submissive. See, see, cause see, what's see? This is the other reason why she gonna have to come back, people, because I'm gonna have to bring her back. Cause we, we, we gonna have to talk about some BDS. So I know you oh, coming yeah. back for that, right? Okay. Now, 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 let's get to the crux of it because you kind of segued when you was talking about business stuff. You've been in business like we're going to reiterate again six years. Mm -hmm. And when I ask this question, I normally get it from the perspective of ladies that do content mainly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I want this from the perspective of a cam model. We don't talk about the ups and downs. We talked about that one month is banging next month. Mm-hmm. I got to work a little harder. Yeah. Or it ain't good. Speak to the up and downs when it comes to the funds. And what do you do as a cam model to pick pick it up on the slow days and slow months? Um, I, what I found, like, when I, when I cam... I make pretty consistent money. I feel like, you know, they say like porn is like resuscitation proof or whatever. Like, I really mm-hmm. feel like that is very true in camming, in especially camming yeah. because um, there's always those lonely men out there. You know what I'm saying? That one, mm-hmm. if not anything else, just like companionship. And mm-hmm. um, camming is like a really easy way to get that. But, um, there like when I was working at the studio I got to a a point where I was like you know like manager and I would like you know talk to the other girls because they would have slow nights and I mean you always you will have slow nights too where you're not like making say you average $70 an hour but this Mm -hmm. night you're only doing $20 an hour you know what I'm saying like to a cam model and especially a lot of like spoiled ones like I am that's 
not worth it. I'm getting offline. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm -hmm. really do this anymore. So I think like most of the time when it's slow like that for me, I just won't work. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, if it's something like you have to make the money, you just got to push through it, to be honest. Like you just got to mm -hmm. sit there and keep a smile on your face and just keep pushing through it. Now I'm going to ask you this. Do you think a cam model could run a cam house better than who runs cam houses now? Absolutely. I think um, most of most of the owners of cam houses are men. Mm -hmm. And then they bring in women who have already cammed and know, you know what I'm saying, like the ins and really? outs of it to manage. Like the mm -hmm. studio I worked at, um, a man owned it, but he never was in the, the building. It was a mm -hmm. woman-only building. We didn't allow men in there. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. for like legal purposes too, because, you know, that gets – there's real thin lines between like hell yeah because the jazz to be what? One. yeah for <laughs> the clean come for the coming in while you can me yeah while you the fuck machine i gotta clean up yeah <laughs> so um i think that i think i definitely do think that women who have cams before could run a camming studio better than you know mm -hmm. someone who isn't familiar with what goes on in the camming industry? I think you can run one. I know, you know, you, you I, sound, I, I think I could too. My dude has like touched on it before. He's he's brought it up a couple times about like opening up a, a studio and stuff. Because, because with like when I when 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 I talked to Roxanne Miller, it's like the 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 mommies teach them more than just they teach them the makeup, how to yeah. look good. Oh yeah. You what know, to buy, what to wear, what to you, say. Uh, mm -hmm. Morale, you know. Yep. It's like, you know, all that and stuff. But it takes someone that is to and have cachet mm -hmm. for people to listen. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, it's down. So, because to me, I think that the biggest mistake that is made when it comes to this business, period, is that nobody wants to listen mm -hmm. and nobody to actually learn and gain the information. Yeah. They just want to grab a phone mm -hmm. and go to town yep. and do some of the most outlandish shit to try to <laughs> go want to spend money for $3 three for, for $3 for, 30, for, for the next 30 spots. Mm -hmm. You know, which I don't feel like discussing my feelings upon that. Well, I mean, and we can though because I think I think that uh, those girls fucked it up. To be honest, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, people. I like her. Thank <laughs> you. You said what I. <laughs> I've been wanting to hear a woman say that for so long. Please explain why they fucked it up. Please explain. You got sites like OnlyFans that a lot of like cam girls or content creators or you know porn stars they they get on there as a way for fans to interact with them um but their prices are going to be higher you know what i'm saying because they are well known you know mm -hmm. and when you have all these inexperienced girls like that don't know what they're doing but just want to make the money fast get on there and they're like you said they're doing the craziest most outlandish shit and charging the bare minimum, which is three dollars or free. Ooh, 
<laughs> you know, like it it fucks it up for everybody else who's for the girls who are charging forty dollars and fifty dollars, mm. you know, for for their mm. content. Mm. But I also think like you're gonna as a content creator or a cam girl or whatever, you're gonna have those loyal fans and customers who mm. are willing to pay whatever. Oh no, I'm gonna I, I I can testify to this. Like I said, this is this of this recording as y'all hear this. This this is coming off of Labor Day weekend. <clears throat> I ran a freaking special, two specials to be exact, where people can get 60% off. I made a bunch of sales this weekend, and none of them was with the promo codes. Oh, really? I think I've seen you said something about that on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Now, and, that way I, and when I tweeted, I said, what's your problem? Meaning, is they coming because you charging free or three? Or they come because they really want to see you. Right. Because at the end of the day, when y'all doing that, y'all cheapening the business on a whole. Mm -hmm. Because now you make, you training the fan base to sit here and think that I ain't got to pay for $3. And guess what you, and oh, and you really saying a lot about your content that you don't think it's worth more than $3. Mm -hmm. Actually, you saying to the people that your content should be viewed for free. Yeah. Um, we'll keep the subscription. Go ahead. When I first started um, my OnlyFans, like I said, my dude set it up for me. Um, mm -hmm. I think he had the price at like five dollars. Mm -hmm. And when he when we first started putting content on there, it wasn't you know like it was just more so pictures and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. when I got more into it myself and like started like doing my own research and subscribing to other girls' OnlyFans to see like how they set their stuff up and stuff. I went back to him and I was like, I don't feel like I'm selling my content for what it's worth. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm taking yeah. like the the cheap way out. So I raised my prices to like $20 and my subscribers and my money w all went up, even though I raised my price so much yeah. because I was doing more promotion. You know what I'm saying? And and I felt like my content and, was worth more and, than and, like and that $5. You probably didn't even notice. You got more rebuilds. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I think a lot of guys look at that too. Like, well, she's got X amount, you know, so many different posts and so many different things, and she's only got her price set at three dollars. You know, like they kind of look at that as you like, like you said, like a, a self-respect thing. Like, well, damn, you don't think you're worth more than that? Hello. Hello. Like me. I know we talking too much good shit. That's why. <laughs> Is this what it's gonna be? Oh my goodness! They're like, oh, they said they they speaking too much truth to power. That's where it is. I'm Speaking like, I'm over here out. smoking too much because I like get to a point where I'm talking to myself and I'm like, hello, god damn that it. Like, <laughs> oh, man, was good. But that, but, but see, that was, I was saying, I see no issue with the discounts during the holidays at certain times. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because you but, are going to have like those slower time and slower months and slower holidays like Christmas and stuff like that where yeah. money is going elsewhere. 
Yeah, because because the discounts is not supposed to be done as a as a regular thing. You know, yeah. even with my mini vids. I yes, I, I I of course I sit there. Yeah, I have 140 um videos that's 50% off, but I also have about another hundred that's not. Mm -hmm. So guess when I do my promo code, you can't get this ones on sale with that promo code. I ain't about to shortchange myself worse. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, period. But the point being, and the truth is, I don't know how to go through the mass changing to go back to the regular price. That's why I ain't fuck with it. So yeah. yeah. And multiple sites, so I ain't worried about it. But that but back exactly. to my point. <laughs> I think the key too to like being real successful at like selling content and stuff is to not put all your eggs in one basket, to have multiple sites that you're working off of. You know what I'm saying? Like even though it's more work. Um, you yeah. won't run into situations like you did last month where everybody was like scrambling to find a new place to sell their content because yeah. OnlyFans was like, hey, we're not going to be selling your guys' content anymore. But see, that girls had multiple sites that were stressing. But the reason why they were stressing yeah. because OnlyFans was majority cut what they were their making. Their main, yeah. And not good for one source of you making money. No. It's like, you know, it's like a drug dealer. Drug dealer got more ways to get his drugs. He got more ways to sell it. Mm -hmm. So even, even in the camming world, I cam off of multiple sites. I don't have just, I have my main site yeah. that I'm usually on, but I also cam off of uh, my free cams or not my free cams, but um, damn, I can't even remember the name of it. I have an I'm live <laughs> in the other yeah. one. And that other one, Chatterbait. I got on Chatterbait, and I used to, like, hate Chatterbait because Chatterbait's a site that you... Streamates allows no below-the-waist nudity in free chat, but Chatterbait is one of those sites where you are fucking yourself. You do whatever you want in free chat. Mm -hmm. And I didn't mm -hmm. like that because... um I, I got so used to like, you know, talking men into doing like one-on-one -on -one shows with me that I didn't feel like I, I didn't want to just like be fucking on myself and stuff for free. But the first time I ever got on Chatterbait mm -hmm. and Chatterbait's a site that you can like promote yourself on too, like your OnlyFans and stuff. First time I got on there, some guy asked me for my cash app and he sent me like $1,800 that, and then the entire night he sent me three times $600 on Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm going to get back on here again. Like, that was really nice. That was a whole <laughs> week of work, you know? Knocked out real quick. One, and I wasn't even doing anything. He just kept sending it. He was like, I just think you deserve it. And I was like, okay, this is probably never going to happen again. But thank you so much. Like, And it did. It was just like a one-time thing. Oh, see. That's what I'm talking about. So, Miss Lay, we've been going for a minute, so... Tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me um, at Twitter. My at name is at Nicole Knight XOXO. Um, or if you want to like find me on all my sites, you can just go to allmylinks.com backwards slash Nicole Knight XOXO. Sound like me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and she will be back. She. I am now dubbing her official smoke buddy. Yes, I love it. So, I enjoyed so she will much. so she will be back on future episodes and she will be on Patreon with me a couple of times. Yes. And hopefully one day I get the opportunity to meet her face to face to do a video podcast and a photo shoot, you know. And a smoke so, session. For she that without saying. 
Yeah. Because smoke this over. You feel me? Yes. I ain't got to say it. So, people, you know how we end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of spirit? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge. Thanks for having me. No doubt. Bye.